All right, good morning, everybody. This is Caleb, and I'm with my partner, Cooper, and you're listening to Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb. Cooper, uh, introduce our guest for the day. Thanks, Caleb. Hope everyone's having a great start to their week. Uh, Today's guest that we have on, uh, he is part of uh, Eric Thomas uh, Extreme Execution Coaching. He has his own uh, consulting firm called The Winning Edge, and he's been a part of my life the last six months. Uh, He's a personality coach, uh, and it is Rodney Moore. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Thank you for having me, Cooper. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You too, Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, Rodney. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know you and hearing more about what you do. Oh, man. Likewise. Again, like I said, I appreciate you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Rodney. Give us give us some dirt on Cooper. I'm sure we'll get it. I'm sure we'll get into that. I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, Rodney, so why don't you just tell um, our followers, just kind of, you know, give us a little bit more about, you know, who you are, um, what you do and, and why you do what you do. All right. No problem, man. Well, uh, my name is Rodney Moore. I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I live in Lansing, Michigan currently. Um, I am a life coach right now. I do uh, consulting work for small businesses, large businesses, for uh, sporting teams, individual coaching. Uh, I work directly with uh, the number one motivational speaker in the world himself, Mr. Eric Thomas. I got certified through him to become a life coach just about a little under a year ago now, just about a year coming up here. And uh, it's just a phenomenal phenomenal um experience to be able to help people to to gain the winning edge in life and that's what i call my company uh the winning edge and we just help people to understand themselves their personalities you know their talents versus their non-talents maybe some of their their gaps in their behavior and uh we help them fill those voids and fill those gaps so they can turn some of those losses that they experience in life into wins Mm, that's awesome love it that's that's great can you can you i mean et is the man do you mind giving like a little 30 second promo on who Eric Thomas is for anybody who doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Dr. Eric Thomas currently is the number one motivational speaker in the world right now. Um, he's a guy who's all about, you know, self betterment, self improvement and helping everyone to reach their max level of potential in which God designed them to, to, to reach. So, uh, you can follow him on, uh, Instagram at ET, the hip hop preacher, uh, he's also a pastor. He's my pastor. So he's he's definitely a strong man of God. Uh, we have a place of change ministries. It's the name of the church that uh, we do. You can follow us on Facebook as well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just he's just a guy who's all about, you know, helping people to understand that, you know, the best you is yet to come and keep striving mm-hmm. and keep trying to be the best you, you can be. So he's he's a phenomenal guy. He's been a nothing short of a blessing, sort of nothing short of a dream to get the opportunity to work with him. Mm. Yeah, that must that must be amazing because he's I mean, he's he's an electric personality. Yeah, he's powerful for sure. He's definitely powerful. And if all that wasn't enough, guys, you can either Google or YouTube Eric Thomas. You will be amazed. (laughs) Yeah, nothing but links. (laughs) Nothing but links. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Rodney, why don't you tell us what you did before you you made this shift into um, being a life coach and like what made you make the shift um, to say like, oh, okay, I need, I need to do something else. Yeah, no, no problem, man. So um, <clears throat> prior to, to becoming certified with Dr. Thomas to become a life coach, 
I worked in the insurance industry. Uh, I spent six years as a state farm agent. Um, it was a it was a phenomenal experience. It was a great time for me, but I had felt like I had not not maxed out, but I had maxed out in the position that I was in at State Farm. And so, in order for me to get elevated or go to the next level at State Farm, there's a couple things like with any job or any career. There's a couple requirements of you in order to just get to that next level, especially if you're looking to be at a you know a certain level where you know just like a leadership level or a um you know a a, a, a corporate level so to speak so um i had reached my my max where i was and i was looking to get elevated and i, and I found out that some of the things in my behavior or some of the ways i prefer to behave and act uh didn't go along along with the way in which state farm um requirements were in order to you know just put yourself in that position so um I just, you know, found out that the job was actually using me and pimping me for my talents and not paying me for my talents. So once I once mm. I found that out, it was time for me to, you know, to to make a departure. In the last few years, it was pretty uncomfortable for me because I I knew that it wasn't the right job. I knew that it wasn't the right position for me any longer, but I just couldn't figure out why. So, you know, after I, I came in contact with Dr. Thomas and got a chance to um start to learn from him and got a chance to take the assessment, the personality assessment. Uh, yeah, it, it changed my, it changed everything. And, and I was able to really understand that the job was using me for my gifts and not paying me for my gifts. And, and once I realized that it was, it was easy for me to walk away and, and just to start, you know, a different career. How did you, how did you, what was, what was the process of like determining your self-worth, you know, cause you, you now work for yourself and before, yeah, you were working for a large corporation. Talk about that shift where you're valuing, you know, each hour of your day. See, for for me, at, at the, in the position that I was in, like literally, bro, like I I I had the the office that I worked for. The office was thriving, like literally thriving. And majority of the clients that came to the establishment were coming for me, like like seriously. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to realize, like, okay, these people are not here for State Farm, right? These people are here for me. And then I was able to to see that, like, and really just just keep it real with myself. Like, okay, they come here every month. They making payments every single solitary month. They making their payments on time. Some of the clients have been there for years, and I'm like, okay, so they're coming here for me, but I'm not reaping the benefits of them coming here, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's when it really became like, okay, all right, all right. So what are you going to do to put yourself in the position that the people that you are helping, the people that is coming for you, and only because of you. What are you going to do to put yourself in a position where you can benefit from that and not somebody else is benefiting from that? And so that was the that was the deciding factor for me. And I'm like, OK, anything that I do, I understood. I understood after the assessment that I have a gift for drawing people in. I have a gift for interacting with people. I have a gift for motivating people. I understood that. So now I, now I know that anything that I do in order to do it at a high level, in order for me to reap the benefits of it, it has to be something that 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 I am doing like literally like i'm motivating them and if i'm motivating them i'm reaping the benefits off that i'm helping them i'm coaching them if i'm coaching them if i'm helping them i'm reaping the benefits off that not so much of me helping somebody with insurance or helping somebody to file a claim when in time of need and and not reaping any Mm -hmm. benefits of it besides thank you good job you know it'd be one thing if if you were doing and there wasn't no benefits to be reaped at all but if you're doing this and there are benefits and rewards to what you're doing and you're not getting those benefits and rewards then why were you why are you doing it yeah, mm, so, so that's a great point. Yeah, sometimes it's good to just cut the middleman out. 
<laughs> no questions. No yeah, questions. So, so Roddy, let's let's get into the uh, the uh, the assessment. Um, okay, so like you said, you've been doing it now close to a year. I've been coaching um, for close to the year. Yeah, I've, I've I've had contact with the assessment for about two years now. Okay, so now, so now that you've been coaching, um, what like what was your first you know so called like light bulb moment where you were like, okay, this I'm doing this. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, <clears throat> the first time that I really, really was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is definitely for me is when I start to apply it to my life and see the real results. Like literally okay. when I start to take the information that I learned through the assessment and apply it to my life and start to see real time results. And then I understood that my gift is to motivate people. My gift is to inspire people. I'm magnetic. People are naturally drawn to me. I'm like, okay, if I can take this information and apply it to my life and I have people that's naturally drawn to me, people that naturally look to me for information, look people that nat- naturally look to me for advice, then I could take this same tool and utilize that for other people and help them. That's when I really realized that, okay, yeah, this is definitely something that's for me. Gotcha. Now, uh, why don't you explain to our followers, uh, Rodney, you know, so you do the disc assessment. Yeah, um, I if, do. If, if you can just explain, like, what, what the letters mean, um, you know, what each individual, like, just how the D or the DISC assessment applies to people and just kind of how you bring them into understanding who they are. Okay, yep. So what the DISC does overall is it does, it does three major things is <clears throat> what I start with. The first thing it does is it just helps you understand who you are, literally, like, help you understand who you are, help you understand your preference for behavior. And then it helps you to understand the preference and behavior of other people as well. And then the last thing that, that it does is it helps you to understand how to adapt and blend your guy's style for effective communication. That's the best way to sum it up. And again, like there's, there's literally millions and millions and millions of people in the world. But when you look at things in terms of the disc assessment, it breaks all the millions of people in the world, all the different types, all the different uh, personalities. It breaks it down to four major types of people or four types of people. And when you learn the disc and when you understand the disc and the language, it really, you know, you really find that to be true. There's only four types of people in the world. You have uh, your person who's a decisive person, which represents the D. This is the person who, who's going to be, you know, gifted or naturally talented at making decisions and solving problems. Like period. You have some people that just, that just good at that. And it's crazy because these people, you find these people even trying to solve problems and come up with solutions, even when the problem is not their problem. Like that's just the gift mm. for there. So you have a person that's again, the decisive person that want to make decisions and solve problems. Then you have, secondly, you have your person who will be your interactive person. And this is the person that just prefer to interact with others and share opinions and dealing feelings and emotions. Right. Then you have, thirdly, you have a person that, that dictates the pace in the environment or a person that's, um, <clears throat> prefers to, you know, it just tells you a person that prefers to be slower, methodical in their pace, um, a person that don't like to be confrontational, person that, that loves to be in a supportive role and help us support others. And then last but not least, you have your C. And that letter is the S, by the way. Then last but not least, you have your C. Your C is your person that's very, you know, just careful and cautious and analytical type of person. So this is the person that follow rules and structure and systems. And, and what we do at um, with my company, we make it a little bit more practical for everyone, for everyday use. So instead of it calling the D, the I, the S, the C, we use the analogy of 
the pilot, the flight attendant, the air traffic control, and the grounds crew. Mm. And when you put it mm. when you put it from that perspective, it makes it more practical for people for everyday use. So when you think about a pilot, you know, a pilot does what on the aircraft? Fly the plane. They fly the plane. Yep. They, yeah. They're in control. They're in the driver's seat. So the pilot flies the plane. When the pilot get on the plane, they go straight to the cockpit. They're not, they don't small talk. They're not interacting with the passengers. They're not really talking to the crew. They're not asking for permission to be in the driver's seat. They're going to the driver's seat. Their main focus is driving, getting us from point A to point B. They're thinking about big picture. That's all they're thinking about. Pilots. And, that, and that's the D. That's the D. And yep. then he, and I'm sure you know some people that's like that. They're they're straight to the point. They're only concerned about the big picture. They don't care about the details. They they if you think about a plane, the, the, the plane has a big windshield, a front windshield. There's no rear view mirrors, there's no side mirrors. So they're looking straight ahead, straight focused on the destination. There's some people out here that's like that. That that's aggressive. They just want to be in control, they want to be in the driver's seat. And then you have your person that will be uh, the flight attendant. If you think about the flight attendant, they're a little bit different than the pilot. They, they, they are the first person you see. They are greeting people. They are welcoming people. They're all about the people. So they're all about the people in the relationship. That, that would be the flight attendant. You know? And then you have your, your grounds crew. And like I say, the grounds crew, they're not like the pilot. They don't want to be in control. You know, they don't drive. They're not like the flight attendant. They're not on the plane, all in everyone's face, helping everyone out. They're more so behind the scenes, making sure everything runs smoothly, making sure everyone has their bags, making sure the plane has gas, you know, making sure you push the plane backwards. These are the people that prefer to be in a more supportive role. That's, that would be your S? That would be your S, yep. yeah. And then you have, last but not least, which is the C. And you think about the Cs, these are the air traffic controller. These are the people that's, that's cautious, careful very detailed very analytical and, and if you think of it from the standpoint of what is the job of all of these people on the aircraft and what happens if we're missing one of these people on the aircraft right and the same thing is with our behavior some of us prefer to be the pilot some of us prefer to be the flight attendant some of us prefer to be the grounds crew some of us prefer to be the air traffic control but what you need to realize in order for you to get to your final destination right in order for you to get to wherever it is that you're trying to go you need all four components to be working in order for that to reach that destination. Yep. So that's what we help you to do. We help you to understand what all four components are and how they operate and behave within you. So two years ago or so, you kind of, first of all, that was a great analogy. Um, two years ago or so, you kind of got that light bulb moment where, okay, I'm going to get more involved in uh, Dr. E.T. stuff. And I'm going to take this disc assessment and you mentioned earlier that it really made sense once you started making some applications in your own personal yeah, life. Yeah, no questions. Which, le- which led you to, you know, be the amazing coach that you are. Are you cool sharing, like, just a couple little things, like, that you made 180s in your life based off of knowing who you were? Sounds like you may be an I. Oh, yeah. Def- <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely an I. Yeah. That, yep. that's, so, that's, that's why he's my partner, Rodney. Oh yeah, no doubt. Hey, I'm gonna eye too. I'm gonna eye too. <laughs> no so, I, I'm, so, I'm so with it. Um, yeah. one of the things that I that I've definitely made a complete um, <clears throat> 360 on in my behaviors from from learning the assessment is being trusting of people, brother. Like trusting people, and 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 that was um, more so what had me in a situation that I was in for so long. You know, just trusting people that you know, um, everybody's going to do like I do. Everybody's going to going to 
you know, treat me the way I treat them, you know, and, mm. and that was one of the things that, and it was one of the hardest things for me too, because being as a high eye, you know, you understand you're all about the relationship. You're all about the experience. Yeah. So when you really, really <clears throat> understand that, okay, I'm in this relationship more than this person's in this relationship. I'm doing a little bit more work towards this relationship than this person is doing towards this relationship. You know, you start to, you start to really, really value the relationship for what it is. And when you, and when you figure out that, you know, this relationship is not, you know, what I thought it was, or it's not, it's not working in my favor. It's a one-sided relationship. Uh, then you can make the adjustments. And I'm not saying you got to cut the relationship off, but you need to reposition the relationship. So that was one of the biggest things right there for me um, was being able to reposition relationships uh, based on the fact that I do trust people too much, based on the fact that I am optimistic and I think that people going to, you know, do, do right. And I give them <clears throat> ample amount of opportunities over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's all because I'm optimistic and I'm thinking that, okay, eventually they'll get it together. Eventually they'll get it right. And, and I had to learn through the assessment that not every situation can I be optimistic in and trusting of people. Some situations I have to be factual instead of optimistic. And some situations have to be factual instead of, uh, you know, dealing with my feelings and emotions. Because at the end of the day, um, your feelings, uh, man, your feelings ain't the facts. But if you, if you don't, if you're not aware of that, <laughs> if you're not aware that you're a person that deals with feelings and emotions, you ain't let your feelings be the facts, man. It caused you a lot of trouble, man. So that's one of the things that I've I've definitely made a a one eighty on right there. That's a phenomenal, that's a phenomenal example. I mean, whether you needed to hear it or not, I know, I know that's so I'm a high I too, yeah. so I, I I for sure relate with that already. Like already, like mm, yep. Yeah. And an, yep. another thing as well is the fi- fact that um, I'm very spontaneous in my behavior, right? I'm very spontaneous, and I don't. I don't adhere to the rules too well, you know, before the assessment I didn't, but now I understand that the fact that I do deal with feelings and emotions and I don't like to follow the rules that really could put me in a whole nother heap of trouble that I never imagined I can be in. So just being, just being aware of the fact that, okay, bro, you, you naturally don't like to follow rules. So you have to be intentional <laughs> about, about following rules and, and uh, paying attention to the details. Cause not details. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Not paying attention to the details and not wanting to follow the rules. You just, you know, yeah, you can, you can, you can make your own way of life, your own lifestyle. And it ain't always what's best for you. <laughs> well said. No, that's, uh, that's, that's, it's, it's an amazing, uh, an amazing tool. Um, Rodney, do you, should we, should we talk a little bit about like, uh, me and how it's helped me? I don't know if you want to go, if we want to go into that a little bit or. Hey, I mean, I don't. I would love would to. You, would you like to? I, like to say, I can't. I can't decide that for you. I can't decide. Okay, I just share with the people what it's yeah. done for you. Okay, yeah, for sure, for you sure. Can tell them sure. what it's done for you. That's that's yeah, perfectly so, fine. So, um, like uh, Rodney has talked about, um, he's you know with Eric Thomas and um his whole crew, and so I you know I listen to Eric Thomas pretty heavy, uh, his podcasts and all his YouTube stuff and. On the podcast, they were pushing this uh, this disc assessment or this personality assessment, and uh, they were sending you know they had different uh, events going on where they would send you the assessment for free and and stuff. And so I I took a couple of them. I had my wife take take one, and it's cool because they show you they explain everything to you in they give you like a little uh, passport they call it where they explain like what your scores mean. Um, what your preference for behavior is, what your adaptive is, stuff like that, which was cool. But then, but then I decided, well, let me, 
make a call and see if someone can better explain this to me. And so um, I, you know, made a little investment and I uh, got Rodney. Rodney was the coach that came on and uh, he, uh, I, I, he looked at my scores and the first, I would say it was a 30 minute call. And I would say like in the first 10 minutes of the phone call, um, Rodney had broken down to me why I act the way I act based on my scores. Um, which like, as he was talking me through different things, like from my past, my childhood, like, you know, football and, and so I'm a high eye. So like, he was just explaining like how my emotions and my competitive spirit, I get worked up pretty easily. And like, I think Rodney, when I came to you, you asked me, well, what do you, what's something you need help on? And yeah. I was like, and I was like, uh, I would say I, I have a short fuse. <laughs> and uh literally in like i said in the first 10 minutes rodney literally step by step took me um explained to me why i act the way i act and so ever ever since then i you know um i have weekly calls in a group with you know rodney leads the group and what we do there's other personalities in the group and so you guys are uh, well, Rodney likes to have people explain what they what was their win for the week. Um, and so they talk about the win and they talk about their losses. And I've had some losses, too. Um, and, Ro- and Rodney's a great, great accountability coach, too. Like he holds you to the fire. Uh, he, he lets you know, like, hey, this, you know, this is what happened. Like you shouldn't be in this preference. And But everyone is growing and everyone's understanding. And like the group I've been in, like everyone's made uh, tremendous strides Um with just being able to understand, uh, you know, like Rodney said, understand people and like people's uh, personalities, their different preferences, being able to identify that and knowing how to interact with those people. Um, you know, Rodney, Rodney's uh, disc assessment has helped me, you know, in my work life, uh, my, um, my marriage life, my home life. Um, it's just helped me to be more aware you know, again, so I'm a high I. So my big thing is, um, yeah, I'm a high energy, you know, like, you know, I like to talk to people, but I'm also real, a real emotional guy. And like, to be honest, when Rodney, <laughs> when Rodney told me that I did not want to believe it. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did not want to believe it, but I deep down, I knew it was true. Uh, and he like that again, like that first call I had with him, he like explained to me like, Hey, you do it. You're an emotional guy you do with your feelings like you you feel like you need to put your opinion in everything so like now knowing that you know like especially with everything going on now i i know if something comes up i have a decision whether or not to put my opinion or not and if my opinion is warranted at the particular time whereas before i just threw my opinion anywhere like it didn't matter it didn't matter like you know but (laughs) and then get upset when somebody don't agree with you exactly exactly (laughs) Exactly. So like knowing that about myself, I know, I know when to put my pin and when not to, but then I also know if I do put my pin in out there, I need to be careful not to have an emotional response. Um, so it's, it's been good. Um, he's even, you know, just now, you know, just me and Lindsay, like just even, uh, being able to understand Lindsay a lot better. So like when you look at the, the scores, you know, it's crazy because, again, like, Ronnie broke this down to me. So, like, the D and the I, 
I'm high in. I'm a high I and I'm a high D, but my S and my C are low. But then, like, Lindsay's score, like, her S and her C is, like, way off the charts. But her D and her I um, are low. And so Rodney said it perfectly. He said, you know what, Coop? Like, this just shows that you and Lindsay are compatible. Like, you guys complement each other very well because you have things your weekend that she compliments, and she has things that she's weekend that you compliment. Yeah. So, like, after, after he told me that, like, that was – that was a game changer. So, um, the, like I said, this disc is 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 the real deal. It's the real deal. Yeah. Um, you know, I I know me, Ronnie are gonna be doing some other things out, you know, outside that I'm gonna be needing his assistant with. But um, yeah, it's it's been great. I can't I can't say enough. It's going on seven months now that um, Ronnie's been my personality coach, and uh, it's been it's been worth every penny. So. Yeah. See, I think anytime you put yourself in a situation where you where you're analyzing yourself you i mean it's like looking in the mirror you know what i mean yeah. so, so if you're not aware of your flaws or of, of areas in your life you want to change yeah. you can't yeah. right so that's it's really important i think just my two cents it is and here's the here's the thing fellas like i automatically everyone have certain things about them that they're just talented at doing or just gifted and again when when you think about this assessment, a little bit about this assessment, guys, William Marston is the guy that's responsible for the research for this assessment. Now, hmm. this, this goes back to the 1920s, 1928, I think it was, when he started his research. So we're talking about 100 years. I don't think any of us that be listening to this podcast, anybody that will be on this podcast, I don't think any of us was probably born in 1920s. Or, <laughs> like, for real. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I don't think any of us was born in the 20s. So when you think about it from that standpoint, this test has been around since the 1920s, right? And this also, William Marston is a guy who's responsible for, he, he invented the lie detector test. He's the guy responsible mm. for inventing the lie detector test. He's the guy responsible for the character Wonder Woman, right? And if any of you guys are familiar with the character Wonder Woman, you know that she was all about people telling the truth. Like, that's all she was about. The lie detector test is all about the truth. So what this assessment is, it's all about finding your true, authentic self and what are you good at? What are you good at? What are your talents? You know, what are your strengths? What are your gaps in your behavior? What are your blind spots in your behavior? And once you realize that and can find that, then you can understand what steps you need to take to make the adjustments or what steps you need to make to block those blind spots or, or prevent them from, from being, you know, coming to the forefront and prevent them from, from, from hurting you. And also, it's just crazy that everything that we have that's a strength, everything that we have that's a superpower for us, it automatically come with the kryptonite. Like it, that's just the way yep. it works. Yep, exactly. And that's yep. just the way it works. Even Superman, with all his power, all his superpower, Superman had the kryptonite, right? So, so you know, Superman gets the kryptonite. He's not Superman, <laughs> right? But 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 one thing he know that he does know that you know he know what his kryptonite is, so he can stay away from his kryptonite, so it don't hinder him, so it don't hurt him. And that's the problem with a lot of us humans is we don't even understand what our superpowers are in order to understand how they're helping us or how they're hurting us. Mm, man. And, like, just for me, just piggyback off of you, Rodney, like, and the disc also helps you understand your, your team better also. Or even, like, when you're hiring people f- to do certain tasks, yeah. you know. No questions. Them, no questions. Them take, yeah, having them take a certain assessment, you can see, like, okay, this person is a C or an S, maybe they wouldn't be a person to put in a uh, manager. A D role. role. Yep. A, a yeah. Because yeah, you know. here's the deal. As a manager, 
you know you have to be able to make quick decisions. You have to be able to approach problems, get problems solved like right now. A yep. person that's an S, they don't, first and foremost, they don't even like problems. They don't even like problems. When they see problems, they run in the opposite direction. Yeah. So you cannot yep. have a person in charge in a leadership role that don't like problems. It's not going to work. You cannot have a person in a position or a leadership role that don't like offending other people because it's not going to work. Because anytime there's a problem, Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be cool with what happens. Somebody's not gonna be cool with what happens. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're a person that that's gonna be constantly concerned about how somebody else is gonna feel about a decision that you make, then it might not be the ideal role for you to be in this in a position where you got to make decisions. And here's what happened a lot of times in the workplace, guys. Like seriously, people just don't understand, you know, uh, their strengths and weaknesses, or people don't understand their own language. And can you imagine, just, just imagine this, if you had a job and just say a team of four for, 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 for easy, you know, for easy uh, visualization, you have a team of four in the office, you have an Asian lady that speaks Chinese, you have a, 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 a U.S. Uh, citizen that speaks English, you have a, a, a French uh, citizen that, that speaks uh, French, and then you have someone from, let's say, uh, Africa or Nigeria that speak their native language. <clears throat> but now... And you tell you telling everyone to communicate with uh, with each other, but they don't understand each other's language. Like seriously, so what do you think gonna get done in that work environment? Nothing. Nothing. Nobody's <laughs> gonna be able to understand each other. It's not. It's gonna be like everybody's trying to do their job, but at the same time, we need to communicate with each other to get. It's not gonna. It's, it's not gonna work. The same thing yeah. happened. Is is the same thing is what the this is gonna show you. Although everybody's speaking English, everybody's not speaking the same language. Yep, and if we're exactly. not speaking the same language or working towards one common goal and we can't understand each other in order to work towards that common goal, we're, we, we're going to have chaos in the job. We're going to have chaos in the workplace. And that's what the this does. It, it helps you bridge that gap uh, between, you know, uh, learning the other people's language. And then the coaching, the coaching is what comes in and give you the solutions and give you the actual step by step to, to bridge those gaps. Mm, love it. Love it. Caleb, you got anything? Hey, moral of the story, make sure you do some sort of assessment. DISC is a great one. Um, I, I've, I've taken DISC. I've taken a handful of others. And I think anytime you just do an assessment on yourself, especially if you work in a team, especially if you're a small business owner, um, you're, it can only help. It can only help. Yeah. Yep. So, can only so help. for those of you that's you know, interested or, or want more information about it, uh, you can definitely look me up. Uh, I have the website. The website is www.thewinningedge and that's T H E W I N N I N G Edge E D G E L L C dot com. Uh, Rodney Moore on Facebook, um, the underscore winning underscore edge underscore L L C on Instagram. And uh, yeah, so if you got any questions, any you know, add me on the, the Facebook, add me on Instagram. Uh, go to the website. Uh, if you're interested in going to the website, I'll actually put up a um, promo code for uh, using this particular podcast. So if you came from this podcast, uh, use the name of the podcast and it'll give you a 50% off. Uh, yeah, and we'll, and we'll put that in the show notes at the end too. So th- thanks, Ronnie. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, okay, so what recently, um, Rodney, mm-hmm. ha- you know, has, have you had like a recent light bulb moment or anything that's like, Oh, you know, I've been doing this for about a year and I, that's a new thought or like a, a new thing that's come. Yeah, man. It's uh with this lockdown, this quarantine, I think I shared this on the call with you guys last week that uh, my win came in, 
you know, for me, again, I'm a high I, which is the flight attendant, dental feelings and emotions. Don't pay attention to the facts. Don't pay attention to the details. Uh, <laughs> my wife, on the other hand, she's a she's a high C, which is the air traffic control. Does not deal in feelings and emotions at all. Dealing only facts, dealing only the details, dealing only, you know, the structure, the fine details. So uh, during this during this quarantine, during this lockdown time, uh, I found that that literally like. You know, 90 percent of the time that my wife is right as it relates to germs. And and I, and I hate that it took <laughs> for real. I hate that it took a, a situation like this for me to really, really understand the importance of, you know, um, you know, just 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 following protocol and paying attention to the details of certain things in certain situations, especially with having a newborn in the household. So for me, uh, that that's been a been a huge win for me, man, because beforehand, you know, before all this Corona got going on, when I come in the house and before I could even get in the house, because she's like, well, go wash your hands or where you been. If I've been in certain places, like, well, take your clothes off, wash your clothes and take a shower. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like, chill out. I'm taking it personal. I'm getting offended by it, dealing with feelings and emotions. And, and, and during this time, it's really like, yo, you need to really, really put your feelings to the side and understand that, you know, it's dangerous right now. You can't, you can't go outside and, and come back in without, you know, you can't go to the grocery store and come back from the grocery store and don't change your clothes and don't take a shower. You know what I mean? Like not doing these times, maybe normally, but so I think that the real win for me is really understanding that, uh, you know, my wife all this time, she really hasn't been against me. It's nothing personal against me. It's only to help me and that she definitely see things that I just don't see. And uh, I got to let her be those eyes for me. So that's definitely been a huge win for me. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So, Rodney, what for you? Like, what <clears throat> for you for this disc assessment? Uh-huh. If if you don't mind sharing, oh yeah. Uh, what what are some goal like some goals that you're you're trying to reach with this with this disc assessment? Man, personally, my goal, honestly, my goal is to to start up my own. Like, like I already have my own company. My goal is to be able to uh, have other people to be certified where I can certify them because I can't certify people now. But literally to be able to certify people and have my own chain of coaches that I work with, that I'm able mm. that I'm able to use my gift and my talent to draw in the people and filter out to these folks to help them to to coach and be able to make an income for themselves. So my, my ultimate goal is to be able to have my own, not just my own company, but my own company where I can help others and provide uh, an income mm. and, and uh, a lifestyle for them as well. Nice. Love it. Love it. Um, and then uh, last question, Rodney, um, kind of one of our uh, trademark questions, but uh, why is building relationships important in your life? In my life? Yeah. Oh, man, building relationships is important in my life, especially through the disc, because I understand now that there's some things that I just don't have. There's some things that I just don't prefer to do. And there's a whole lot of things that I would miss uh, <laughs> if I don't build certain relationships. So for me, I yeah. understand that. You know, in order for me to get where I want to be ultimately long term, that uh, it's going to take uh, more than just me to get there. And if 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 uh, if I try to do it on my own again, there's a whole lot of things I'm going to miss. There's a whole lot of opportunities that I'll miss. And, and ultimately, it'll take me not saying that I won't get there, but ultimately, it'll take me a lot longer to get there um, than it would if I just build solid, healthy relationships and been mutually mutually beneficial relationships, not just relationships. Because before, as a high I, I just would have relationships and they wouldn't be mutually beneficial and they'll cause me to 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 be stagnant where I am. So 
the importance of relationships is really just understanding, like I say, the things that I'm not good at, the things that I don't prefer to do and building a relationship with the people that can help me to close those gaps. So that's why it's important for me. Do you have a, do you have a recent example of a relationship, you know, that you built in the last year or two that, you know, that was kind of that symbiotic relationship? Oh yeah, man. I got a guy uh, by the name of Marcus, man, that I work with. Um, he's an extreme execution coach as well. He's a high C. And uh, so now anytime when I'm thinking about putting on an event, anytime I'm thinking about uh, putting on a large group, uh, I definitely run things past him and have him cover all the details for me because I don't I don't prefer to do that. And then not only do I prefer, not prefer to do it, I'm going to miss some details to the point the day of I'm going to be going around <laughs> like a chick with my head cut off trying to get <laughs> trying to get things that I that I should have been had together. So that's one of the definitely one of the relationships that I've built. Uh, in the last year, that's been very, very, very helpful uh, to me and very influential for me building no, my that's brand. That's awesome, man. Love it, love it, uh, Rodney. So do you have any um, any books? Uh, so, what we're trying to do, where this podcast, we're going to do like a a book review mm-hmm. um, at the end of each month, and we're trying to get our followers to read the book with us, also. Um, we're going to be starting here uh, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Do you have any books that you would recommend? Oh uh, man, are you looking for like something just short and quick, or just any book? Well, a- anything, anything that you feel like would be a good read, that, something that's changed your life. All right, so so here's here's a good one that is crazy. That I'm reading it right now, and I actually have a uh, a book club that I'm in uh, with with men, and it's it's crazy because it's uh, me. And uh, Eric Thomas and a couple other guys from our church, and then we have a couple other guys that that you know that's came in because mm-hmm. it's, it's a men's book club. And and sorry, ladies, no, nothing against y'all, but they they asked, and I just had to give it because I'm I'm in the process of going through it right now, and it's it's a wonderful read. Um, it's called Finishing Strong, right? Uh, Finishing Strong, going the distance for your family. And when I say it's it's a phenomenal read. Uh, it's, it's about, you know, the Christian experience and, and I, I'm, you know, I don't mean to throw religion out there, but it's about definitely about the Christian experience and about just finishing strong as a man and being a leader. So any man, you know, whether you have children or not, whether you're married or not, at some point in time, some, some way, shape or form or fashion, you are a leader, you are a role model to somebody somewhere. And, uh, this book just explains about, you know, finishing strong and how, um, you know, there's, there's. It's, they tell you there's four ways you can finish in this book. And uh, they talk about you finishing um, where you being cut off, right? Um, you can be uh, finished poorly. Um, you can finish so-so or you could finish well. And man, when I tell you it's, it's a great read and, it, and it, it's a great read. So this is, this, is, this is what I would recommend to anybody right now. And then uh, anyone else who's just looking for a great read to help them out maybe to understand more about the disc, I would say uh, the more the emotions of normal people by uh, Doctor William Marston is a good read as well. Very good, good. very good. Got it. Well, th- thanks, Rodney. Just to, if just a, a quick uh, side note, Rodney has gotten uh, Eric Thomas on a couple of our uh, conference calls on Sundays, and I've talked to him briefly on a couple of things. A couple of my losses um, have. I've had Eric Thomas coach me up a little bit. So um, Rodney does have a really good relationship with Eric Thomas. So 
that was just he's the real deal. So. That's what Cooper was Back. trying to tell people, man. Rodney's the real deal. Yeah, Rodney, I just I was gonna say just real quick. One of my main takeaways for sure is. Some, some I I uh, you know I work in small teams. I'm actually uh, I invest in real estate as part of a small team. And when you okay. when you brought up um, you know how you're a high I, so am I. I I'm the one you know the, where I tend to find most of the deals, and I get excited. Man, I would buy every single deal if I could. If I did not have my high C oh, man, I'm sure. partner, my high I'm C sure. partner is, is always pumping the brakes, and it's one of the best. Uh, one of the best things that probably ever happened to me is w- when people pump those brakes on me. Because when you when you say optimism, it's you like, know what? Yep, that's me. <laughs> yep, you. But you know what's crazy? It's crazy because the C, the C is the most undervalued person in the world. They are the most behind. They're the, they're the weirdos, so to speak. Yeah, they do behind the scenes, don't really care to really talk and interact and socialize with people. Um, always want again, always want to find details, always want to know why would you do that? And then okay, well, why would you do that then? And why would you do that? And why would you do it this way? They all want all the details and they're the weirdos. But really, if you without the C, the the plane is I mean, and, and I hate to use this, I hate to use this for an example, but just think about the late Kobe Bryant situation, right? They was in a pri- private, private mm-hmm. chopper, you know, private helicopter, right? At that time, that day in Cali is crazy because just the day before I flew into California because I had the California event and we had a delay on our plane at the airport because of the because right. of the conditions, because of the, the the fog, right? So the very next day, Kobe Bryant died in a plane crash, a private plane crash. Had they communicated with the air traffic controller? They would have known you can't fly right now, right? And again, when you're in a private plane, there's a certain standard of rules and systems that you just don't have to follow, which would be the eye, right? Right. So all the private planes are the eyes of the world. They're the people yeah. that don't like the rules. They don't like the system. So they don't go out and get their own plane so they can do it their way. And again, without the air traffic control, man, especially if you don't understand that you need the air traffic control and you don't check with them when you need to check with them, it can cost you your life, right? Like seriously. So they're important, man. They're really, really important. And if you don't have the air traffic controller, there's some things that could just happen to you in your life that you could really can avoid if you just take a couple seconds to check with the air traffic control first. Well said. Well said. Mm, man. Well, Rodney, can't thank you enough. Um, really, really appreciate you being on. Again, thanks on for having me, man. I appreciate yeah, you guys. Being on the call or on the podcast uh we so uh i'll have rodney's information guys um in the show notes you know where you can find them uh me and him will work on that promo code for you guys if you guys will you know even just want to do a, a a quick session with him um it'll definitely be worth it yeah uh but yeah other than that that's, hey, that's all i got no Caleb. rodney once again yeah. appreciate your time definitely go check him out i know i will be um uh, no, I'm I'm just still chewing on yes, it all, man. This was a great talk. It was a great talk. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Yep. And, 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 yep. And right now, actually, with uh, with the corona going on and all that, I know it's a lot of people that's laid off of work. So I do do free webinars and free groups uh, for men on Friday nights. And and I'm giving you this information because awesome. you guys can put it in your 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 group chat. Uh, Friday yeah. nights, nine o'clock p.m. Eastern time. 
for all the men, husbands that's looking for, you know, just an outlet, looking for some positive information, looking for some ways to effectively communicate with your spouse and, and be a great leader of your household. Uh, we do those on Wednesday. I mean, I'm sorry, on Friday. And then on Tuesday nights for anybody who's just interested in more information about the disc and coming to to learn more information about themselves and how maybe the disc can help that them. We do that on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock PM uh, Eastern time. And again, right now uh, on the, on the, on the website, all of the assessments are 50% off right now due to the Corona what's going on, but I'll extend that offer uh, a little longer. That's through the 15th, but I'll extend that offer a little longer for anybody that comes through uh, with the shipbuilding um, promo code. <laughs> man, let's go. Yeah. Pre- pre- appreciate it. Hey, man, thanks, yeah, for, no bringing, thanks, thanks man. for bringing thanks for bringing value. Yep. Yes, sir. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. All right, this is Cooper and Caleb of Shipbuilding signing off, Have a great guys. week. See Bye. you next week.